So today we're thinking of all of your possible digital assets, whether it's your online profiles, you are doing a video online conference call, or just a regular call. Today's episode would be about how to use body language for digital communications. These episodes are brought to you by Your Nonverbals Are Showing, body language training and research for the purpose of helping you level up your interpersonal skills. Hello and welcome back to episode 10 of Body Language Talks. This is your host, Jose Pina. I am a certified body language specialist, content creator. I was going through another podcast that I really like to enjoy to consume on digital marketing with the content creator side of things. And I was thinking of how that now ties together. You know, we communicate. I like to teach how we communicate in person, but I'm thinking of, you know, how the, tech, the technology area now uh, era now allows us to communicate online and how that crosses a bridge or puts a bridge together and also the importance of just thinking you know how you show up in person and then how you show up online and how that has to kind of go together for you to have a good authentic personal brand over our or business brand or whatever it may be if you're the, the face behind someone or the the person behind a brand or a business then you want to make sure that you come off authentic and it goes both ways so let's talk about a couple of examples of online digital communication that we do that possibly all of us have and we interact and how body language could help you interact or actually come across as authentic. And as you're going through these, I want you to think that you should be showing up the same way you do in person for those who like to practice a presence or have a mindful presence as you would offline as you would online. So these are going to be examples and how tips to do for these body language or instances of communication online. The first one I, we talked about, I spoke in the introduction was profiles. So almost everyone right now already in 2020 has a form of digital profile or online presence where whatever the platform may be, you obviously it's almost the same setup. You have to have a picture, you have to have a, a profile picture and avatar. You have a bio, then you have a cover page or something. And for me, just breaking those down for everyone, they kind of have to all go together and kind of mesh together. That way it's it's your first impression online, whatever platform you use in Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, websites, anything that you have as a digital assets online that is connected to you should on the back end for someone subconscious connect you, the human being, if they know you, if they've met you before to that website. But also, again, on the other side, both way communication, that brand, that profile that website should connect you to you as a human being so when you think about it you want to make sure that that those two messages that are being received that first impression vibe goes back to you as a human being if someone met you online first should say hey oh no yeah this definitely connects to someone when i first met him when i first laid eyes on him for the first time in person yeah it should connect the same way and in the same way the other way if someone meets you online or offline and then goes and checks out your social media, your website, whatever profile at digitized you have, it should feel that they should get the same feeling, the same connection they have if they met you in person. So with online profiles, my suggestion, my tips for you regarding with through body language is one, making sure that you actually show a face. I've, I've spoken at the a social media day here in the Houston area one time, and that was kind of like my main message for people. I got interviewed in a presentation as well. I just was making a point to if you're going to have an online profile, that there's some sort of face of connection or human person behind that profile, behind that presence, behind that website. Uh, stay away or try to stay away from stock photography. Memes, I know memes are a thing now, but memes, stock photography, quotes and those things, because if you fill your profile or your website or your digital assets with those, then that's going to kind of drown out your personal brand and what it actually means and stands for. So online profiles, making sure that you have an actual face of connection to whether it's a founder, a CEO, a team, highlight your team, put pictures of your team on there, put pictures of yourself, pictures of 
of you interacting with your product, your service, or idea, whatever the, uh, the reason behind the profile is. So you want to make sure that there's some kind of facial connection and facial recognition behind the brand. That's a big difference. And then also, say for an image-heavy platform like Instagram, the same way if, if you run, I've seen these, if you run a profile that's just heavy on more graphics and brand and a logo, somehow, some way, just figure out some hack or another use of the platform for Instagram. You have those stories and you have story highlights, you have IGTV, put a face behind it. If, if your main feed is just all graphics and text and logos, then put a face behind stories or put a face behind an IGTV. And this could be used again for any other platform. If your Facebook's all articles, then make sure you put an album of face or pictures, you know, here or there of showing a face of you. So that way people can connect with you because right now everything's almost so saturated. But the only connection, the only difference is, is you, the person, a face, a human being, and make sure and send someone down the rabbit hole of that brand of that profile. So link out to something else like a YouTube again, which might have a face, might have a video or something else that's more graphic showing and it shows you so people can actually connect your online presence to you to yourself again to a human being so the second instance to communicate using body language to communicate on Canal line is video conference calls so we i mentioned video earlier with youtube and this is a big one because if you're going to be working remotely or working with teams or connecting with someone you have to communicate and actually connect video is always probably that's why it's preferred on any platform because you're showing someone your body language and they're getting the messages and a full message is not just a graphic or a text you get they're getting full human messages and connections through tonality vocal facial expressions and use of hands and everything whether you know exactly how to use or not but to some extent video is really good to connect deeper and further with whoever you're trying to connect with it's an audience or a team during video conference calls again you want to make sure here's a couple tips that you have yourself framed appropriately typically you want to show from mid torso maybe waist up if you can and definitely show your hands because when you are discussing or really getting deep into a topic and something that you care about you're going to start talking with your hands a little bit more and put emphasis on things that you're saying so you want to make sure that you show a little bit of your hands a little bit of your torso the more people see of you in a video conference call the more comfortable they're going to be because they're going to be receiving those messages those subconscious cues of nonverbal body language that complement your what you're saying your verbals with the message you're delivering and then also just some technical things good audio good sound good connection if you're over internet that kind of help the message again you don't want people to be cutting in and out and kind of frustrating on just the delivery of anything Another tip for video conference calls or any video in general is if you are using a certain types of device, whether it's mobile or it's on a laptop, making sure eye contact. Eye contact is good to make the connection and releases oxytocin when you make appropriate eye contact with someone. Making sure the little trick to always be looking at the camera and not the screen when you're talking to someone or talking at someone. Making sure that you're sending that message to the camera and not the screen because of course we're gonna want to make we're gonna want to look at ourselves and make sure that we're in frame or how we look. We're a little bit more worried about how we're gonna come out through the camera through the conference. So making sure that you're looking at the camera and not the screen can help can make that connection and build that report with whoever you're talking to or any example of video whether you're making youtube or you're in a conference call or you're sending a message always looking at the camera could help build that connection through through eye gaze the third example of using body language to communicate online is not so much body language but it is we mentioned earlier vocal tonality your vocal power is just regular phone calls it's always a good way there's so much that goes on behind your the the use of voice your literal use of voice which is again why i want to make a whole episode of this podcasting itself a video call anything any medium that requires using your voice just your voice is very powerful still because a lot of messages get sent through your vocal tonality there's so much that goes into it whether you're tired you're exhausted you're nervous you're anxious you're angry you're happy you're sad 
all that could just come out and we pick up on it we all we all do it this is this is a tip that i teach but i know we all do it already and then the way we teach it is just kind of how to deliver and use yourself because if you're delivering message if you have the floor the ground the stage via a conference call a phone call a video call you're going to be the one taking charge and actually delivering and driving that interaction from just your voice then there's a lot that you could do within vocal tonality to help uh, one of those of course is having or showing some type of emotionality where it's not like a dead monotone leveled just one track sound of audio and it's going to sound boring kind of like how i'm talking right now so you want to make sure that there's a change a shift in emotionality and a change and shift in uh, tempo and that you're getting people's attention that if you want something exciting you're going to raise up your voice a little bit that if you want something to be paid attention more maybe you're going to slow down and emphasis a little bit more on that part of the sentence and then remembering of course to use your your exclamation marks your pauses your commas, your sentences where you have to, because especially for those, I know for myself, we speak faster. You may lose people when you're just talking fast and rambling on. So this is why it's important to take notice of that vocal tonality, practice and kind of notice for yourself. Just ninja tip, good professional tip to look out for yourself. It's observing yourself. I've always said this and I'll always repeat it is either film or record yourself and see what you naturally do on a phone call or on a conference call, set up another camera from an angle, you know, aside and kind of go back later and observe yourself or listen to yourself. This kind of is that part where we don't like listening to our own voices weird and i've gone through this through the podcast where i i record and i edit myself and for me just as a speaker to professional speaker i i need to do this for myself because it's training it's it's kind of like that that athlete where you have to go back and watch the film me going back to listening to editing these podcasts and any audio or video has really helped me kind of understand my vocal tonality my vocal range and where i need to work more on you know and also help with those fillers i know we all have them it's kind of hard i know i do them on on these podcasts or the double the double clutches that people do where you like stutter it's kind of like a startup, but then you go uh, and there's so many other speech things that you can go over but helping and practicing and working and minding this stuff will help you make those phone calls or those conference calls those audio calls or any video complement to the last tip you know a little bit better because you you're going to understand yourself and see what kind of takes those little pauses that you do so for phone calls just making sure that you kind of observe yourself you know and understand what are your your ticks what are your what's your tonality what's your natural tone of range and if you have any kind of weird quirks or things that you can possibly fix when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, another good instance for instance for using body language through online communication is a form or any form of live streaming. And I know, again, every other platform has now the ability to live stream from set social media, set online profiles that we already spoke about from the beginning. So these are all connecting and will connect very nicely. So you'll be able to kind of catch on. Hopefully you're catching on to the tips here. Live streaming is a good example. And I heard this from another uh, one of my other favorite podcasts, the, the Science of Social Media by by the Buffer team. They said that public speaking is really is a really good tip for any marketers for uh, for live streaming purposes. And, and that is very true because when you go live, it's very raw. It's on the spot. You have no editing. You have no, no way to go back and let me redo something. I know for those of you who are trying for or thinking of, you know, I have to do some kind of marketing online because, you know, that's where everyone is and I have to be there. And it's hard. That's, that's usually where the conversation when I when I start talking to clients about creating content is, yeah, you have to do video and you have to do podcasts and all these things. And it's not just graphics and small little memes and things 
that you could do in repurposing from outside, like create your own original content, get in front of a camera, get in front of the audio. And that's why it's going to help because body language is going to, that's going to cue your body language into your client, into your ideal referral, into your ideal lead of who you are and who they're going to be involved with. So you're already setting up a warmth connection with someone, a warm lead, not so much a co-lead for using this tactic. So again, video and audio, all these go together within live stream and it's going to show you, of course, when you start, it's going to show you how your mistakes, what you do, what you are naturally, but then you're going to get better because that's what practice is. That's why you do the live stream. Public speaking as a skill engine for everyone. It's a huge fear and live stream. I think it's it's one of those those good places to start because you're not typically in front of a room live in front of a, a group on a stage, you know, on a pedestal with everyone where you can freak out and you don't do anything. Live stream your issues might be you in front of a camera in your car, in your office, in your room, wherever you may be. And you can mess up and correct yourself if you have to and go again and spread more details whether you think you, you're not talking efficiently. Live streaming goes hand in hand with public speaking and the fact that you have to have some sort of skills when you get to start talking on something you're passionate about specifically your arms or your body language might be more expressionate your facial expressions might be might show out more all these things go hand in hand with live stream which is why everyone's pushing it. if you go on the technical side you know you could algorithm this and statistics that but it's just a good way to show a human being behind any profile behind any brand behind any professional company or service so you have to have some sort of either video capability whether it's live or not it's good to just go live for two three minutes at least right now i don't even know the statistics or what the marketers are saying now but just show face this is you at this moment right now you have an announcement catch up with someone do a weekly recap a tuesday something a thursday something whatever you want to go live streaming will help you connect with your audience online and will help you personally also become a better public speaker because it baffles me working with clients how adults professionals struggle with these with some of these techniques if not all you know creating a profile some people are like oh, i don't know how to do instagram or a uh, LinkedIn or whatever, just put your picture. That's one of the first things. And then as you go forward, practicing live for videos or just voice notes, right? You could do a voice note and just turn it into like a one minute podcast or an audio note and people could listen in and now hear a voice behind that, that brand, behind that profile, that digital asset. So think about these. That was the last one, the public speaking live streaming. Think about these as you're going forward and you're trying to create the content for yourself. The thing is, you know, when people show up, that's like, yeah, you have to go. You have, you have to show up. You have to just do it. For me, that's literally show up. Getting in front and putting a camera and putting a face behind your brand, your service, your profile, your cause, whatever you want to champion. It's important to do that because people that's where people start the connection. And of course, any social media, any platform online, it takes a while. It's just the sales, the sales statistics. It takes a while. It takes more than one contact, two contact, three contacts for anyone looking at you to start recognizing you, start seeing who you are. And there's all these technical side of things behind online digital communications, but the most important thing is actually having and showing a human being behind there. So that way people know and see your face like, oh, I see this person. I'm going to connect it to this idea, to this product, to this service. I think I know for some of the big brands now, they don't do that as much because it's, they're so recognizable. So like think of a Nike, think of a, a, I don't know, any other marketing company, anyone who's huge, who you just see their brand and you think and you know who they are already, right? For the beginning person, I still think it's important to have a human aspect to your brand online because that's what's going to provide a lot of value before you even deliver any message before you deliver or try to sell anything it's going to be you this is the whole this is the whole like not fluffy part of why you have to show up and do all those every other motivational thing that people tell you to, to do online it's, it's literally human contact people need to see a face people need to hear a voice people need to see you people need to know how you communicate and it's not going to be perfect from the beginning you just this is why you need to start and get everything out of the way and see yourself and check yourself out in a 
observe yourself. You're going to do research on your own so that way you can perfect it and kind of work on it and get it together. So moving forward, you're going to build your templates. You're going to have streamline your own process to, you know, if you're bootstrapping everything, doing yourself, you're going to know what to do and have all kind of aspects uh, put together for yourself to create good online content, communicate online perfectly using body language. So that's going to be it for episode 10. We talked about how to use body language for digital communications to communicate online. Every other asset, digital asset that you have kind of maybe for you do an audit, see what you have online, see what's going on, see if you have a website, see how many profiles you have. People like to create new pro profiles for every other idea they have. I'm, I'm guilty of this. I have one for my body language information. I have other profiles for my digital content on my pictures and video that I want to create. And I'm, I'm just keep spreading, spreading, spreading and building more. But I always want to try to keep it consistent or always link everything back to at least one of my main profiles that way people know there's a human behind there so go back and take an audit do an audit of, of what your digital assets are and and are you using video how can you use yourself as a leverage your personal image your body language to get more attention to get that attention that you want from your audience and then use that attention with intention that's that comes from here i want to quote that i always say when we're online try to get people's attention to use it with an intention whether it's teaching whether it's selling something whether you're providing value so make sure that you are teaching and showing up to get people's attention to use it with with intention. If you want to connect online, all my profiles are at your nonverbals. If you want to reach out, just send me a tweet, direct message on Instagram, probably works better. Facebook page is your, at your nonverbals. Everything's the same. You can find it all through there. Let me know what you thought about this podcast. If anything help, if you're going to go back and look at all your digital assets and I love to hear from uh, more from you. Also, if you're looking to get training, I never mentioned this. This is a, something to provide value, but for those who think they need training or want to talk about body language or need a little bit of help, you can always reach out and connect to me in my email somewhere in the, the show notes jose at jzinked.com reach out to me the email or just social media is quicker too if you think or are thinking of trying to do some training or if you want to talk about the training need more information i also offer group training presentations uh, the keynotes the workshop if you want to hear or know anything about this please if you're listening let me know reach out and we can talk a little bit more about that thanks for tuning into this is episode 10 of how to use body language to communicate online thank you guys for listening and i'll see you in the next episode